listener. Welcome back to another episode of A Real Page Turner with Donnie Granza and Mara Maros. Hi, Donnie. Hello, Mara. Uh, glad to be here for another episode again. Yeah, so this is our special Father's Day episode. So happy Father's Day to all those dads out there. So today, this week, we're talking about Two Kisses for Maddie, a memoir of loss and love by Matthew Loughlin that was released in 2011. And it covers the story of Matt and his wife, Liz, who have a baby in her high-risk pregnancy. And spoiler alert for those who haven't read it or seen it, unfortunately, his wife passes away. And the major conflict is him obviously dealing with the grief and loss of his wife, but then raising a baby on his own. So that's kind of the premise of the memoir, uh, Two Kisses for Maddie, A Memoir of Loss and Love. So Daddy, tell us a little yeah. about, about the movie. And the movie has a different title. Yeah, the movie... Uh... It's called Fatherhood. It was released uh, last year, 2021. Uh was directed by Paul Weitz, and uh, the screenplay was from uh, Weitz and Dana Stevens. Uh, it stars uh, Kevin Hart in the, ti- in the title role as, Matt- as Matthew, uh, and has uh, some of the supporting players include uh, Alfred Woodard, Little Bell Howry, uh, Anthony Kerrigan, and Paul, Re- Paul Reiser. Uh, the movie was uh, released on uh, Netflix, on Netflix last year, it uh, it was uh, it got uh, fairly positive reviews. Like some, uh, you know, some criticized it, it was a little formulaic, but the performances were praised, particularly Kevin Hart, who you know is known for you know very uh, silly, like funny comedies or something. But this is a much more dramatic role than he is, uh, uh, has played in the past. So yeah, so I actually saw this movie when it first came out. And watched it and thought it was very good, you know, very sad. And that Kevin Hart did a really good job in it. And it's funny that I don't know if you did any reading on this, but I read read up on some of this. And it looks like this movie had been like bounced around a few times. Like I found a Variety article where Channing Tatum, Channing Tatum was going to remake it with Sony. Or not remake it, but adapt it through Sony. And um, that it, and originally it was, the project was set up in 2012 as a Lifetime movie, but it didn't go forward. And then Channing Tatum said he was going to produce it and possibly star in it. So I don't know what became of that. But um, that never really happened. Yeah, it's obviously like there was a bit of a gap because you know you're talking like ten years in between the uh, the, film, the book and the film, and obviously like in this project that we've done or something, we've seen longer gaps than that. But you know, it has been uh, bounced around a lot. It was so it was actually supposed to receive a um, theatrical release, but after COVID-19 hit, um, Netflix wound up botting it to uh, show it there. So, uh, mm. pretty in- uh, so pretty interesting. There were kind of a lot of differences between the book and the, and the, and the film that I noticed. Uh, there's a lot in the book that doesn't get covered, uh, that doesn't get covered in the film. And the book and the film kind of took some liberties and cre- uh, created some other uh, storylines that I don't remember being in the in the book. Uh, yeah, so I what mean, what did you think? <laughs> I loved the book, and I thought it was so sad. And you know, it, he you you really got to know his wife. I felt like and understand the relationship. But it was a high school relationship, and they'd been together for years, and weathered all these storms and you know separations, geographical separations, which you didn't see in the movie. You know, they had met like in college. 
college or after college. And it wasn't, you know, you really didn't get to learn about their relationship necessarily. Like there was flashbacks to their wedding, but nothing where you really understand the depth of it, which I think is what you really got in the, in the book. And, you know, you got to understand how hard of a pregnancy she had and the baby was premature, which, you know, I related to as having a premature baby in the NICU, which was really sad. And that conflict of going back and forth between mom and baby and, you know, not being able to be together, which was, you know, really, really heartbreaking. And you felt, I thought in the book, the Matt Longland's dilemma or, you know, hard choice of having, who does he spend the time with? The mom who's, you know, recovering from having a baby or the baby who's by herself in the NICU. And and that's, you know, a really hard choice that a lot of people who have premature babies have to face. So I thought that was, you know, and you missed that in the, in the movie, right? Like all of a sudden she has a hard pregnancy at the end. They're like, her amniotic fluid's low, but you don't get any of what you don't get that in the, in the movie, like that's kind of it. And then she goes in for a C-section. The baby's not necessarily premature, you know, cause at the funeral in the book, the baby's not there, but in the movie, the baby is at the funeral. And, you know, he has to go to the funeral and plan his wife's funeral by the babies in the NICU in the book. And I thought that was really, really, you know, sad. And then I think setting, you know, the setting in the movie is in Boston and in the book, they live in LA, which is, yeah. you know, very different. So I thought, you know, there were so many differences, you know, just on that level, forget that, you know, the cast, you know, I had to look up to see it was Matt Longland and his like, was his wife white. Not that it matters in casting. And I'm glad that they took a total different direction in casting and cast, you know, pretty much an all black cast, which was great, except Anthony Kerrigan, whom I love from Barry on HBO. I think he's hilarious, but that was very, you know, that's a very big difference, but I don't think it's a difference that yeah. makes a lot of, a, a lot of, you know, it, it's not a big deal because the story could be the same regardless of the color of the characters. But I, I think Kevin Hart did a really good job with the casting and who played those roles. So, I mean, that's not a big deal to me. But for me, it was yeah. the depth of what you got to understand of what was happening. Yeah, I, I feel the same way. I, I, you know, I, with the casting, I think it, it all did a, a great job. Great job. It's kind of funny, like, as I mentioned, Kevin Hart, obviously known for more co uh, comedies. And, you know, I've really enjoyed his perform his performance. And, and that's one, like, sticking point I had where, you know, people say, like, oh, dramatic roles are automatically, like, better performances. And I don't uh, agree with that, that, you know, I think comedic role, comedic performances are very... Uh, can be very good at uh, acting the wise, uh, but he did do a very good job, very good job in this. And, uh, and I did like that there were like some lighter moments. It wasn't an all out, you know, straight dramatic picture. There were a lot of like little funny moments that kind of let the film breathe a little and have some. Uh, um, yeah. And I felt like he did that in the book too. Like I felt like Matt Longwood did that in the book too. You know, you got the sense that he's a pretty funny guy and he kind of, you know, found the humor in some moments that were very difficult. The one thing, I, you know, I didn't, I found difficult about the movie was the relationship between Kevin Hart and his mother-in-law. And that was like an added conflict because you didn't see that in the book. Like the family was all very supportive and listened to it. I think there was probably conflict somewhere, maybe. Um, no family doesn't have it, but it wasn't as pronounced of them trying to like, he never said they were trying to take the baby and, you know, tell him he couldn't do it. It was more supportive than that in the book from my, from my understanding, what I took from it. But that was, you know, kind of, I think an added conflict that they put in the movie, um, an added storyline for some reason, just to add some conflict 
um, that had to be overcome for him to, you know, prove he can raise this baby on his own. But that was, you know, a very big difference than the book. Yes, I think that um, was definitely, uh, you know, uh, added conflict. And it's funny how, like, the movie did take, like, a lot of liberty liberties, per se, uh, because, uh, because it's kind of funny that the... Uh, book came out in 2011 and Maddie was just born in 2008. So, you know, she's a very young child in this, uh, in the book, but the film kind of jumps ahead uh, to her being older and in school. And they had this, like the kind of conflict with her school and her dress code and where they, you know, all girls had to wear skirts to, uh, to school and that, and a lot of that, Stuff obviously isn't happening in the uh, in the book at all. No, I don't know if they've you know heard stories that later on after the after the release of the book. Yeah, because Matt Longland has this? a has a pretty successful blog that he may have been you know I don't know what he blogged about after, but he did have a pretty successful blog. It's how he really got into writing, from what I understand. When I was reading the back of the book and the acknowledgments and how he you know got into everything, but really he had a pretty successful blog. Um, and that's how he kept his family updated when with, with the pregnancy and with, you know, afterwards, he started blogging again and about parenthood and single parents. And what I really liked about the book is that he started a nonprofit to help other people. And he was very, it was very much a give back because people raised money for him to help him raise this child on his own. But he had a good job and he had a great bot who kind of let him, you know, say, you're going to work from home and come back when you're ready, which was very different than the movie. Like Paul Reiser's character was kind of like, a misogynistic jerk who yeah. thought the women should raise the babies, you know, and that was very different because um, then what you got from the book, right? Cause like yeah. the book, his boss was in coworkers were all very supportive and helped him. So he had the financial means for the most part to raise the baby. And I thought what he did, you know, with some of the funds that people had donated to him and started this nonprofit to help other widowers or people who are in financial trouble, you know, with, with their kids or was really, um, impactful, which you didn't hear anything about in the movie. No, no. What, um, one thing I, I, I did like in, in the film was uh, the one scene where Matt is given the presentation at work and then he hears the baby crying and the uh, the clients are kind of like giving, start giving him suggestions on what to do with, with the baby. And he starts give, uh, finishing his presentation while holding the baby, doing the skin to skin contact and uh, how, you know, Paul Reiser had kind of you know, thought that, you know, this was a right, it was a distraction when the clients wound up, you know, were very uh, receptive and loved the presentation and want to con- uh, continue. And it was, yeah, very, I thought that was really interesting. Good too. Yeah. And I loved the little girl. What was her name? Do you know the actress's name who played Maddie? Jeb? It was uh, Melody Hurd. She was really good. Yes. Yes. I, thought- I really liked her. I thought she yeah. was really good and cute and played a very good role. And I thought there's some of the scenes when she was playing poker with the dads with you know his friends i thought were very funny and how they kind of you know then they missed her when she wasn't there and i thought that was very good i really i really liked her i thought she was very good yeah the whole uh relationship between like her and her dad and her dad's friends i thought it kind of reminded me of the adam sandler movie big daddy and all the uh, that kind of um dynamic that's it. when i was watching it that's just sort of 
What's up on um one thing uh with the comedic mo- moments I, I thought like they were a lot in a film like this they were a lot more subtle than general than a general comedy film one part that I thought was very it was very subtle but very funny is when he's on the plane with Maddie going to uh going back to Minnesota and he's chatting with the gentleman on the plane and then Maddie throws up throws up on both Matt and the gentleman and then in the next scene you see both Matt and this man wearing these like Minnesota, cheesy Minnesota t-shirts that you could tell were clearly bought from the uh airport gift shop I just yeah, thought that it was pretty funny it was a nice little like fun, funny moment and just a little, you know, kind of subtle, subtle there. And you, yeah. as you look into it. And when you talk about them flying, you know, I think, you know, there's so much in the book to, to that, that goes on that I know you can't translate to a movie, but you know, in the book, Matt takes Maddie like everywhere. Like he wants to revisit all the places he and his mm-hmm. wife went. And just because he has a baby, he doesn't let him stop him from doing that. And he talks about, you know, going to Akamel in India and all these places that he and his wife went to. And at the yeah. end of the copy of the book that I got, which I think was a new release, um, there was all pictures of them, which was really yes. cute. Pictures of his wife and the pictures of he and, the, and Maddie at places that they had been. And I thought that was really nice. You know, I think the book, you got more how much he incorporated his wife into everything that they did so that Maddie would get a sense of who she was and, you know, talk about her. And he he did such a great job in the book of then of capturing celebrating moments, but then realizing how, you know, there's a little bit of sadness in them, like at the the child at Maddie's birthday, knowing that his wife wasn't going to be there and snorkeling with his in-laws when they all go to Akamel, you know, that he and his wife did that. And so he did such a great job in the book. I thought of like incorporating and showing us like all of that, which I think is probably hard to do in a movie without words, um, like yeah. painting that picture. I think that's probably yeah. very hard to do, but that I really, I, I loved this book, although it was yeah. so sad, you know, but it was also like, you know, kind of uplifting. And then the end he, you know, he meets someone years later and, you know, he, he realizes that, you know, he has appreciation for his new wife and finding a new love, but also, you know, keeping his wife uh, memory alive. And I, I, I just really liked the book and I loved the movie when I first saw it and I did like it. And I think standalone, if you don't read the book, the movie is fantastic, is really great. And if you don't compare the two of them, because I don't know how many people have read his memoir that know it's based off, you know, that fatherhood was adapted based off of it. You know, I think the movie itself is is very good, and and if you don't compare the two of them, you don't know what you're missing, right? Yes, yes. Uh, that was uh, you touched on the uh, relation the relationship that it does uh, later on in the book. Uh, he does um, talk about meeting this other woman who is also named Liz, but uh, goes by Liz Lizzie, and that. Uh, so it was a, um, and that was a you know core part of the movie that obviously didn't wasn't touched on in the book because the book was uh written before uh he met met her but i did see like at like in like the app the what was it the epilogue or whatever yeah. that he does talk uh touch on and talk about their really their relationship yeah and the new in the new book that they released again or something the updated copy the they <coughs> there's more of a like a little ending that i think it's like an additional essay 
on how he meets somebody. Yeah, I do. Uh, I do agree. I did like uh, both of them. I think they both were uh, both the book and film were very touching. That and yeah, and I'm uh, I was okay with you know a lot of the choices that the book uh, did. The, the film, I mean, did take uh, kind of um, expanding upon some different things, and I was okay uh, okay with. It, but yeah, but I did really like the book. It was. You know, very sad, but very touching. Yeah. And the other interesting part is that the only names that they actually kept were Matt and Maddie in the book, in the movie. Everybody else, well, and Liz and Lizzie, but that was it. But the parents and the friends, um, there's no Anya, who is Liz's best friend in the book. Um, his friend AJ and um, other friends, like none of those characters exist in the movie. Yeah, that's one thing I was reading when I was reading about the difference between the book and the film. I was reading an article was that the, a lot of the film char- characters uh, kind of they kind of seem seem to be uh, somewhat uh, up, like an amalgamation of different uh, characters in the book. And obviously, with the film, you know, you have to account for casting, and that, that you can't have too many too many actors because you know if you have just all these stand-in people there with not really much to do that where you can't really go in too much depth of their characters so kind of combine them you know create a composite character uh, in the films where i think it kind of just streamlined it and put the the personalities of the book best friends into uh the uh liberal halvery and anthony carrigan characters so so all in all like i said then i did enjoy both both of them. So, did you have any uh, other thoughts, Mara? No, I feel like I covered all my notes. Um, yeah, I just really kind of like I did. I liked the both of them, and you know, the book obviously um, had me shedding a little tears in the beginning. You know, it's 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 very sad, but it was it was very well done, very well written, and I, I liked the movie. And I think Kevin Hart was great in a role that you're not always used to seeing him in. Yeah, absolutely. Like my, you know, reiterating my above point, but like, um, great. Yeah, well, again, visit. Happy Father's Day to all of uh, our dads, dog dads everybody out there and thanks for tuning in listener and until next week keep reading and keep watching